State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always updating Assistant that can be called on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Wake that ass up. In the morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, French hey. Montana. Hey. Feels what like up? it's been like a decade since you've been up here. For real. Oh, God. <laughs> it's been a long time. What's been going on with you, French? Ain't what you nothing, been up man. to? Working, working, staying out the way. Acting, just, music. Yeah, yeah. Just finished this, finish this project, getting ready to drop today. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Just, that's about it. Just staying, out, just staying out the way. So yeah. you back into because you know you gave up liquor, you gave up that yeah. life. 
Yeah. It, are you still gave it up? Or are you still away from? I think I, I'm still drunk and high. <laughs> <laughs> from before. <laughs> from, from, from before. Uh, yeah, I'm still drunk and high. Probably <laughs> some 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 went loose. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, I had to. My body couldn't take it no more. I did it till I couldn't take it no more. Mm-hmm. I think that's like, you know, I, t- I you know I just took a little break, trying to get some real some real money. Got you. So do you feel better now that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel a million times better. You know, yeah. I, f- I feel I feel the you know I feel the accomplishments. I feel the losses. I feel everything. You know, at a hundred percent. Back then, you know, you just anything happened. You know, we celebrate every day. You just take a shot. You go to the next celebration. Take the next shot. Ce- yeah. <laughs> Like especially like in LA and New York, it's like every day somebody's celebrating something. Every day, you know, like yo, come through here. You know, I just dropped my cologne. Mm-hmm. Come through here, I just dropped my water. Like my, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was back to back. So you haven't slipped up at all. Nah. That's good. That's amazing. That's yeah. A testament to willpower. Yeah. I saw you were celebrating your album release with our mayor Eric Adams. Oh, shout yeah, shout to the mayor Eric Adams. I think I'm <laughs> the first one in New York to ever have the mayor come to the album listening party. <laughs> I would have to second that. I think so too. I, I don't, haven't heard I, of such a thing. Well, he also hasn't been mayor that long either. But any mayor. <laughs> what you mean? New York he's City. the mayor of New York City right now. <laughs> shout out to Eric. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's, 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 <laughs> he's he he you know he's he he's he's a cool dude man he's and he's trying to make a, a difference mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and um and you know just just for everything that he's been doing so far and just having like the right people you know what I'm saying and supporting the right people that influence the um um the youth I think that's very important. Did you talk to him about not using lyrics to indict people? Yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely brought that up. He said he I mean he said he's gonna make everything you know. I mean he's one of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's one of us, so he's definitely trying to, you know, trying trying to help the kids. He just want to make sure that the kids are not gonna do the same thing again. Now, uh, are you still signed a bad boy? No, 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 no longer sign a bad boy. You just, I mean, I'm sure your contract was up, and you just. I think signed. I'm the first one to complete a, a, a contract with bad boy. With Puff, he's oh, the yeah. first one to do a lot. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Puff, man. Shout out to Puff. He was definitely, a, 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 you know, a mentor. He's still a big brother. Love him to death. Now, I know, I saw, I think it was in the Blue Chill song, you said that you uh, patched up that beef with Diddy and Drake? Um, I think, I think it was, it was something going on. I, like, I didn't really know exactly the details of it, but I know, um, I had a birthday party that Iggy Azalea threw for me mm-hmm. on a, on a boat, and, um, when I got there, Drake was there waiting for me, and, and Puff had came in his own little boat, and that was the first time they met. Um, after they was going through Since the altercation, yeah. Yeah, but I was already talking to Puff before that. I was like, whatever y'all got going on, y'all, y'all need to dead that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm, they, they both like my best friends. So I'm like, y'all need to dead that. So I'm glad that they didn't even know that each other was coming to the party. When they came, they just spent the whole night talking to each other. And I was like, see, like, you know what I mean? I think that's better anyway, because when, when you're planning to meet somebody, you yeah. come with a bunch of people. But if it's just a night out, you might come with one or two, and then you could actually have a conversation without people around you. Yeah, I didn't tell Drake Puff was going to be there, and I didn't tell Puff Drake was going to be there. So mm-hmm. I, I waited until they got there. And, you know, and there was, and there was good, you know, good friends before that. So mm-hmm. when they got there, they just sat down and they just, you know, spoke the whole night. And I'm like, you see, that was best friends to start with. And I see you squashed a lot of your beefs that you've had in, in throughout the last couple of years. Yeah. Whether it was with uh, Jim and, and Cam and, yeah. and 50. And so why did you think you had to do that now? Was you just over it or was it, what, what made you say, you know what, let's just let it go? Um, You know, it's just it's like when you're beefing, like you feel handicapped. You can't handle nothing. You can't, you know, you can't move here. You can't do this. It's like you feel like, you know, you're stuck to a little space. You know what I'm saying? I want to expand. I done beefed my whole career. Since yeah. you know me 15 That's years true. ago, right, right, true. <laughs> since you know me, I've been beefing. Whatever these kids is doing, 
whatever's going on, I done did it. I done ran circles around it. I done did it 10 times. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So so I know what beef could bring you, but then I know what talent mm-hmm. and what, you know, longevity could bring you and what showing love could bring you. You know what I'm saying? So I know both. But it doesn't mean that, you know, you're going to let anybody, you know, say whatever they want. But it's just, you know, you, you rather pick the money and pick, you know, the love. You know what I'm saying? You got to up, too. Yeah. And what about, did you, did you ever get a chance to talk to uh, Thug? Because I know you and Thug were going back and forth at one time. Um. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Me and Thug, yeah, me and Thug got no problem. That's why I said out, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Free YSL, free um, free Gunner, free everybody, yeah. Dope, dope. And you also survived the Kardashian curse. You talk about that. Huh? Not too many people survived that Kardashian curse I, I was, and thrived. I, I, <laughs> I, was, I was basically saying it like... <laughs> You know, there is no curse. That's why I'm still doing my thing. I think that's I think that's what I was saying in the song. I was like, there is no curse, so I'm doing my thing. And Travis doing his thing, you know. I just feel like, you know, um, and, sh- and, sh- and shout out to them. I just feel like when you go out with them or have a, have a relationship with them or anybody at their caliber, mm-hmm. I feel like that, um, you know, the, the, the media start picking up on your relationship mm-hmm. life and forget about your you know, your talent life, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Your music life, your acting life, whatever it is. If it you're overshadows looking, everything. Yeah, it overshadows everything. You become this reality star. Well, that's mm-hmm. not really the goal. You know what I'm saying? It could be playing basketball. You could do whatever it is. It takes away from your game, and they'd be like, yo, <laughs> this guy is now this, this, because he go out with this, this. You know what I'm saying? So that label just changed. It did used to five? be funny to see you on the Kardashians, I'm not going to lie. Because uh-huh. Francis is always French. He never changed. It used to yeah. be mad funny, like, yo, Francis on the Kardashians <laughs> right now. <laughs> Are you yeah. still top five sniper? Yeah, I, I might be top two. <laughs> you haven't slowed down yet? He's not number two. When's going to settle down? Man, um... Honestly, I just I just feel like um, I can't give whoever it is the time they want because I'm just so focused on doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I know and I know some of them be like, nah, you know, you need somebody to ride with you and be there with you until they right there with you. And you be like, yo, I gotta go on these thirty day, you know, what I'm saying shows and this and that mm-hmm. after club. It's like it's it's hard, and you want to give somebody your all when you go out with them. And I don't feel like I'm at I'm in that space right now. You think you ever been in love? Um, yeah, I've been in love before. Mm-hmm. Have had yeah. your heart broken? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of plenty, course. Plenty of times. <laughs> plenty like of times. You want to see the heart breaking. <laughs> nah, because, you know, you, you got to go through that early because if you go through that late, you know what I'm saying, you don't want to be going through no heartbreaks after after you're 30. Like, you ain't going to know how to handle it. <laughs> nah, I feel like you the heartbreaker. I, I can't see <laughs> you. Nah, nah, I really don't. Mm-hmm. I really don't. They know. They, I mean, they know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Usually just, just be, you know, a little, a little tap kiss, and I'll keep going. Now, now you usually play with with, with music and sounds on your albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it was one of the first to do the Afro beat sounding records, or one of the ones to sound to do the drill sounding records before I heard other New York artists, with with Drake and and Beyonce and and a bunch of people changing the direction a little bit with with house sound and music. Are, are you dibbling and dabbling with that as well? Um, I think that was something that me and Max B started. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we, me and Max B was doing it from back in the day since Coke Wave. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know, as soon as Max heard Drake album, he was like, yeah, that's my swag. You know what I'm saying? I think that that that, that sound, you know, from, he, we, we used to grab Britney Spears song and, 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 and redo them and do a whole bunch of stuff. I think it's it's it's, it's a Jersey, D.C. vibe. It's an, you know, it's just a wavy vibe. I mm-hmm. think, and Drake could do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He could do whatever because he, he playing this so he could drop probably, you know, a rap album right after. He always do it. Right. Yeah, I mean, he did that with um, with the um, um controller and all that mm-hmm. at that one point when he just tested the music. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I think it's definitely something different. 
Now, Max B, we, we when we spoke to you, I think a while ago, we was we, we was praying for good news. You said my, Max might be released soon. And yeah, well, he in the camps now, so that's 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 a step down, mm -hmm. you know. But you know, Bergen County, when they give you seventy five years, they don't want to feel like they they letting you right out. So Got you. yeah, so, so so he fighting free Max B. Have you ever healed fully from you know Max and and Chinks and I heard I heard one of the songs now is like you still feel it to this day. Have you feel healed fully from any of that? Cause you got you got to think about it, me Max B, um Chinks, even Zach, my brother, mm -hmm. like we all were just you know, the same crew making music, you know. So you go through it. Max B is seventy five years, Chinks die, my little brother get deported. It's like I'm the only one making music, so it like it wasn't feeling the same, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, you know, definitely. I mean, I don't, I don't feel like I don't feel like I get my time time to heal back. I mean, from 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 the thing, I don't think I. Give myself the time. What makes you still want to do music going through all of that? Because music music is something that I do to get away from my job, which is music. So I, <laughs> <laughs> so I got to make music about making music. It's like, you know, that's where I find, you know, my sanity. That's that's like, you know, that's my therapy. So, you know, it's like that's that's what keep me, you know, going. And that's what gave me longevity, the love for music. I think ain't nothing could take that away from me. I don't know. I don't know what else I would be doing. Blue Chills is a seems like a very therapeutic song for you. Yeah. So when when you wrote that, like, what was going on with you at that time? Um, man, shot the Harry Fraud. It just everything came back full circle, and everything was going back to that, you know, to that sound. I feel like you know, I feel like I went I went down south to Atlanta. I heard nothing but Atlanta music. Mm -hmm. I went to L.A. I heard nothing but music that had the G Funk sound in it. Mm -hmm. Then I came back to New York and it was, I was it sounded like I was in London, mm -hmm. and I was like, nah, like as me being one of the pillars in New York, I'm like, yo, like let me try, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. and bring that wavy sound back with Harry Fraud. And when I went in the studio, it just, you know, I just I just spoke how I felt at the time, you know what I'm saying, everything that I went through, everything that happened for the past couple of years, and I put it and I you know put my pain to the music. Do you ever miss that 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 20 year old, a 22 year old French Montana from the Bronx where? You wasn't a huge star. You could still move around yeah. and you could enjoy life a little better. Do you ever miss that? No, because I would have been shot or killed. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I would have been shot and killed. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Rest in peace, Nipsey. You know, for sure. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, we praying for little TJ. It's like I would have been, you know, I would have been shot because I felt like everybody loved me. I felt like everybody loved me. I wasn't moving on defense. I was moving on offense. I was... I, you know, I thought everybody was happy I made it, and and it was it wasn't that it was the other way around, mm -hmm. you know. And your greatest threat come from the inside, you know what I'm saying? And and I'm glad that, you know, I moved to LA for a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad I did I, I did certain things because that could have protected me from something, you know. But yeah, but I'm 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 glad I learned the game and just and just you know now. Now when I move, even though I got no problem with nobody, I move like I got a problem with somebody. Me having me having beef with people kind of helped me. You know what I'm saying? Because I was always on point. Mm -hmm. Now I was gonna ask that. You know, I was talking to Jim, and Jim says, you know, probably one of the toughest jobs to him is being a rapper because yeah. you're always on target. Like you're a target. And it is it's a like everybody job. knows where you're gonna be, right? If you're on a on a club promoter's flyer, if you're at a party, if you're performing, if you're yeah. at a concert, whatever it may be. Do you feel that way? And and how do you? Make sure that you're not that target. What do you tell some of these younger artists out there? Um, I know that I know this. This said, um, um, 
Twenty. I saw Twenty One Savage said that Jay Z said, "Get a chef, get a lawyer, and get something else." I think you spend all your money on security. I think that's the number one thing. You know what I'm saying? I think that security. I mean, when they caught Pop Smoke, he ain't have no, no security with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think all the young artists just need to know: you need security. You need like. You need like one of those. It's gonna take a bullet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and, and honestly, and I, and I don't mean your homeboys neither, because. When you have your homeboys with you and you're thinking that's security, that's not. That's just a case waiting to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and you don't want you know you don't want that burger on your back. Mm-hmm. What about when it comes to women? You know, as you yeah. said, you were the top two snipers, but you have to be careful with that too. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I mean, we targets we targets from every aspect, from every angle. All the women are looking for bags. Some of them that they think that's the way to get paid. You know, some you know some people. You know, they've been taking their whole life. You know, what I'm saying robbers. We come from you know, you mm-hmm. come from there. I come from there, where you know people been robbing their whole life. And you know, if you look sweet, they are gonna grab you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some people, you know, they just push the limit. Some I call them suicide bombers. Mm-hmm. But they don't really care. Mm-hmm. What was your biggest mistake you'd have to say in this industry? What's the one thing you said? Damn, I shouldn't have did that. My biggest mistake was not forcing Chinks to stay with me in L.A. Because mm. he was with me in L.A. We were supposed to go to, uh, we were supposed to go to um, um, Coachella. Mm-hmm. I remember I was, me and, I, I was still going out with Chloe, and he was, and he was, um, and he was with me, and Malika was there, and he was, we were supposed to go together. And I kept on telling him, like, yo, let's go, let's go. She wants you to go. Like, you know, mm-hmm. just trying to, Put them together, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Hooked them up. He was like, "Nah, I gotta go home. I got my, my daughter. This, 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 and that." You know, and he came back, and that and that happened like two days right after that, or yeah. like a day after that. So that was my biggest mistake. I should have just forced them. But we was all drunk, and I and I let, and I let my you know my pride and my ego say, "Oh, you want to stay with me? All right, fuck out of here." Then. You know what I'm saying? So he came back, and it was just like a sad situation. Hey. What do you think is the smartest decision you've made? The smartest decision I made was rapping. Start rapping, pick up a mic. I think that was the smartest decision I made. Mm. And let me ask you this. So you also recently were a topic of a conversation because of Basketball Wives, yeah. right? DJ Duffy is on the show. Yeah. And she had a baby, uh-huh. she's engaged, and she was saying that she might take some time off from being on the road. Yeah. And you were like, all right, you can't come back then. Yeah. So. I- Let's talk about that for a second, because I saw that was a big topic on social yeah. media. Yeah, I think that um, you know, when you come into this game, a lot of people don't understand that it comes. It doesn't come with your own schedule. It comes with sacrifice. In order for you to be the best DJ, or be the best artist, or be the best basketball for basketball players, and you know they they on the road for most of the year. You know what I mean? Like you have you have to be able to make certain sacrifices. If not, then you can't be in this game. You, know you can't just come in, come in the game and just expect to make all this money, get all this fame, be this. You know what I'm saying? Then you just want to stay home. It don't happen like that. If I'm sacrificing, you gotta sacrifice. But if somebody's like, okay, I just need like, you know, six, especially a woman who had a baby. Yeah, if she I need no, six she, months, which she did have to take time off because. Yeah, did. yeah, yeah. No, of course that time. And you then have I can to, come back. That's yeah. not. No, that time she had to take off, mm-hmm. but she was talking about she was gonna retire. Right. Yeah, she was like, she was like, you know. I wanna, I wanna, you know, I'm confused. I'm like, don't be confused, because mm-hmm. there's people that want to be in your position. Right. Yeah, don't be confused. Now, see, the crazy thing about that is, is you know, 
and, and and this is when you start people getting upset, right? The new generation feels like I feel like a lot of times things should be given, right? Mm-hmm. Now, maternity leave is totally different, right? You have a baby, absolutely, mm-hmm. you deserve maternity leave. Some fathers out there, paternity leave. But I, I think we, we lose the grind, right? You you figure, like, if we look at French and we've seen all the stuff that French did, the sacrifices, French was, mm-hmm. was taping, you know, taping, you know, uh, what was it, Cocaine City mm-hmm. stuff, and he was at the clubs, he was traveling, he grinded, didn't sleep, this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. So now when somebody says, hey, you know, I'm going to take a couple of months off to see if I'm going to retire or not, if you take if you take that time, if you leave me while I'm working, I gotta find a replacement. I'm not gonna find a replacement no. for a week or a month till you figure out what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna find a replacement to replace you. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Do you? Do you? Well, I just think it's. I think he was honest about it, you know, because somebody could have said, "Do what you got to do," and then they get replaced anyway. Yeah. And so, but I also feel like you never know what could happen. He could have got somebody else, and then she could have been ready to come back, and he could have felt like, man, she was better. And yeah. but, you know, you never know what yeah. could happen. Yeah. So it is still up in the air to me. But I do think that's an honest thing to say to somebody because, yes, you do still need to have yeah. a DJ on the road with you. Yeah, of course, man. You got to let them, like, when, we, when you tell them that, that's when they have to make a decision. Do I really want this? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That decision has to be made one at one point in your career. Because if you don't love whatever you do, you're going to get tested. You're going to go through certain levels that are going to be like, man, do I really love this? Because I can't. I can't take it no more. And when you, but I know for women in particular, it's different when you have a kid and you have that connection, and they're really young, and yeah. then you leave and you miss your baby so much. But then yeah. she miss work a lot too, so yeah. it's a harder balance. I feel like when it's women. Yeah, definitely. I mean, she had the time with the baby now. Like it wasn't like <laughs> yeah, she, she took she... maternity. <laughs> yeah, I, <did. laughs> uh, I was going to ask you know, one com- one time the conversation was verses. Yeah. And would you do verses? Would you be willing to do a verses? Um, I did one with Tory Lanez. I blew his socks off. That that was that, that was that, the early that I, was early verses. It was the first ones that started verses. Mm-hmm. Um, because verses and I, and I and I told Swiss that Swiss owe me a check. <laughs> I swear I hit him. I told him, "Yo, you gotta give me a check." And, and, and he did. He sent it to my lawyer. Wow, he really yeah, sent you a check. Yeah, yeah, he sent me paperwork. Like, yo, you know, we, we, you know, because the first time it was it was they were just beat battling. Right, I remember. You know what I'm saying? I called Swiss and I called I called Timberland up. I'm like, yo, I need y'all to judge this joint. We about me and me and Tory Lanez, cause he had the quarantine radio, mm-hmm. and I was like, yo. But instead of me just going on your quarantine radio and doing that, let's just do it a, a versus. He was like, oh nah, you don't got me. Nah, I'm like, yo, bro, <laughs> you gotta stop playing with me, man. Mm-hmm. Your catalog ain't even, you know what I'm saying? So we did it. We was talking back and forth. I remember. Then, then I had um, Timbaland and Swiss Beats on the um, on the thing, and everybody was judging it. And after that, they just took it and just like you know, took it to, you know, to the next level, you know, all, all all up to them. But as far as me, it's whoever. I know one time, Jim, it was supposed to be you and Jim, which I think would be great because y'all had problems before y'all squashed it. <laughs> I think that would be a good one. Yeah, I think because you and Jim, me got, and Jim, you and Jim got records. Nah, Jim, if you're watching this, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that, and y'all both talked ish, so I think it, it would be really, really entertaining, really, really good. Nah, I don't think. You don't think so? Nah. Why not? Jim got records. No, he do. All right, after balling, go go against pop that. Right, let's just say balling and pop that head mm-hmm. to head. Where you gonna go next? Jim got Jim got baby girl. Jim got uh summer in Miami. Jim got all the Dipset records. Jim got uh Jim got records. All right. 
<laughs> Jim got records. <laughs> I'm not even going to go back and forth. Jim got a <laughs> But, yeah, but honestly, though, I think, I think you know, when it comes to verses, you could just go 20 for 20 with anybody just because it doesn't matter what else you got. You know what I'm saying? You could just pick those 20 records and just go against, you know, just like how Drake could go against Jay-Z. Even though Jay Z got a longer catalog, it's the top twenty records. That yeah, you have. yeah, it's what right. you choose and what yeah. you put against exactly whatever record. Exactly. Now for uh, this new album with Harry Ford, he did the whole album, right? Yeah, the whole album. I want to ask you this: You think that people have a certain expectation of you, like they mm-hmm. expect more of the party songs now um, nowadays, because those are the ones that have always been really big as of late. Um, well, I'm you know I became the first African-born artist to go diamond. And I became the first male artist from the Bronx, from the mecca of hip hop, to go diamond. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I got four albums, three of them platinum. So at the end of the day, for me, I accomplished everything I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And now it's time for me to make music for me mm-hmm. and for and, and for my core audience, the people that helped me get here, the people that started listening to me when I made Shot Caller and, and New York Minute and the Mac and Cheese mixtapes mm-hmm. and. This and that. So I feel like me and Harry Fraud, we never gave it a full push as far as my, you know, my my music. So we always just did a one-offs. We did the shot callers, we did I'm a Coke Boy, we did this, but we never did a full project. So I just wanted to get back full circle to the essence of hip hop and just like, yo, you know what? This is what I want to make. I want to make a full rap album. Same way Hydra just made a dance album. Mm-hmm. I want to make a full rap album. You know what I'm saying? I came in with Harry Fraud and it's our first project together. That's fully produced by Harry Fox. So it's something you just felt like, this is what I want to do. It don't matter. I accomplished so many things, and this is the music I feel like I want to do. Yeah, definitely, because at the end of the day, when you talk about, rest in peace, uh, Fred the Godson, you know, he said, he's like, you know, when you talk about top five MCs, it don't matter what you do, where you at, what's going on. When you talk about a top five, the number one thing is going to be his bars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So... You know, we're going back to the essence. I'm here to make history and leave my mark. I did everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's artists that been in the game three, you know, three times the length that I've been in the game and still haven't won Diamond. Jay-Z haven't won Diamond. Snoop haven't won Diamond. You know what I'm saying? But they have way more other things. You know what I'm saying? That's that's more than what I got. But as far as me leaving the legacy, I want to get back to this now. You feel like, because uh, you named all your accolades, some of your accolades, and I think people forget about a lot of the stuff that you do. Do you feel like they don't respect French as a rapper or as a lyricist because of some of the other things, because of the relationship with the Kardashian and Trina and some of the other ones you stepped down. It's more about French's it's personal life down. and less about the lyrics. Um, because the fact you know, that you went diamond and that's that's huge. Like, yeah, a lot of artists have never gone diamond. Yeah, but you know we don't talk about French going diamond, which is crazy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like it's the same thing with Drake. Drake can rap better than other artists. You know what I'm saying? But they don't want to give it to him because his his he's still smelling his flowers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's a nicer way to say it, right? Yeah, you still smelling your flowers. People ain't gonna put the light on you while you're still smelling your flowers. It's like you know they, you know they got this. I think with Drake is different though. Yeah, and I, I think with Drake is because Drake is busy. He could he, he puts together songs. He he's lyrically he could, he will body a lot of uh, most rappers out. Yeah, there. but I think what, which gives Drake the little asterisk is when he, he went in back in that beef and they was like, oh, Drake don't write his own rhymes. Yeah, that gave him a little asterisk, and he never discussed it. He never spoke about it. He never came out and was like, nah, that's you know what it is. And I think that gave him the asterisk. But if that asterisk wasn't there for hip hop, he's by far one of the best. Yeah, ever. But after this album, we're gonna get back to that topic. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. After this album, we're gonna get back to that topic. I I just think you know, and that's and that's and that's the lane I'm going down. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's, bro. Like I came from the like I came from. Like if Chicago Bulls in 90, like '96, Michael Jordan was playing. That's where I was at in the Bronx. Mm -hmm. That's the mecca of hip hop. Like big pun down the street. You know the Carrera's one down here. Like you know, you know, um, um, everybody was right there. Fat Joe, yeah, Paris fat. Boy, yeah, and, yeah. And everybody, Slick, the Ruler, everybody. So to to make it out of there, the time that I was there, was like you know, it was Mission Impossible, and and we had to battle. Like, like literally, like you would take five bands, you could take your re-up money, 15 grand, you would go here, you would go here, go to every project to battle. So we, I come from hip-hop, rap. I had to rap to get on. All my music is rap, you know what I'm saying, when, when I got on. But, you know, I had to try to, you know, accomplish. You can't accomplish too much with just too much rap. Mm -hmm. Like you seen Jay-Z where he said, I dim my bars down. What was that line that he said? I had to dim my bars down and the money came in. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the same thing. Jay-Z switched his whole style up when he got to the back, then mm -hmm. came back to the rap. How much time you spend in New York nowadays, would you say? Oh, I got a spot here. I live here. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay, I always look at you like, French live in L.A. No, 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 I live here. No, I live here. But I got a spot in L.A. and a spot in Vegas. Mm -hmm. You know, we, br we branched out. Mm -hmm. Do you record differently when you're in New York? Like, is it a different type of vibe for you? Um, In New York, yeah, definitely. In New York... Is 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 more is more is more of the hip hop vibe. You know what I'm saying? I think you just it's just something about that breeze when it hits you that winter. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just you know you just gotta get it off your chest. Do you get a chance to enjoy New York with everything so crazy out here? It seems like New York is just so wild right now. Do you get a chance to to enjoy it at all? New York been wild for me the whole time <laughs> I've been in New York. That's facts. <laughs> yeah, it's been wild since facts. it might have been wilder before. That's facts. Yeah, New York definitely was wilder before. Remember, <laughs> I went through all that, mm -hmm. you know. So it's like New York always been wild for me. Now, what about acting? So now you've been doing your acting thing, and so is that something that you feel like you want to pursue? Like I want to be in some more feature films. What's what's yeah. next with that? Um. Well, well, um. We dropping the um my documentary is coming out this year, is is you know about the, about the whole story with me coming from Africa and you know starting to rap and you know and like you know and being immigrated here and my pops leaving and my mother getting on welfare and <clears throat> Max B and Chinks dying and me having to get through all that and um you know I showed it to Jay Z I showed it um to Drake so me and Drake is executive producing it together and it's 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 gonna be real dope as far as in film and in, in, in theaters um, this year. <clears throat> We're doing the Larry Davis series it's from the Bronx. We're doing that. So that's, but definitely films. I mean, I started with Cocaine City DVD, so the film was always a way for me to, you know, it was, it was, it was a platform mm -hmm. that I always, you know, was in love with before music. I feel like you don't tell those stories about yourself that often either. What made you decide now was the time to do it? Um, Because people... Cause people just know the music, and people never really got a chance to see how hard it was to make it. You know, because we make it look easy every day. So people be like, "Okay, cool, he's just rapping. He, he getting lucky with every. All right, he lucky again. He lucky again." But luck don't. I mean, what's what's an artist's career span? You think? Hmm. Usually, lucky? honestly, three to five. Three to five. If they're but, lucky. Yeah, but now like a microwave era. Now it could be like a couple months. Could be a year. Could be a year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So for somebody that lasts 15 years, you got you got to give them the blueprint. Mm -hmm. That's how you do it. Everybody think it's luck. That's what I had to go through. 
Now, I saw you also re- uh, reference your, your baby mama tripping in the song. <laughs> How is co-parenting going for you? Is it getting better? No, no, it's better. It's better, definitely. It's better. You know, they always going to want some money, but <laughs> <laughs> it's better, man. Yeah, shout out to her. She's doing a great job. Mm-hmm. We've never been in the media, and I respect everything she do for my son. You know, um, and, you know, it's, 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 it's hard out here, you know, to you know, raise kids, but we do it. Well, French's album is out today. What what, what joint you want to play off the album right now? Montega. Um, you could play the one with me, Jada Kiss, Benny the Butcher. Okay. And you could play the one with me, ESTG. So All right, he went here too. Okay. Bring some back. both on. Yeah, All right, yeah. we're getting both on, no problem. And I got to thank French. Every time, you know, first of all, French has never changed his number from I don't even yeah. know how long. The yeah. French's number is still the same since he was still in Bronx, I swear. And anytime I ever call him, no matter what it is, he never says no. So, never. Uh, first, I was doing my car show. And French had a Bugatti. And I was like, you know, now Bugatti's about a, a $1.5, two million dollar car. So yeah. if you call and you ask somebody for a Bugatti, nine times out of ten, they're going to be like, ah, well, speak to my people. <laughs> French didn't say that at all. He was like, yo, just put it on the trailer and bring it. And it was not a problem. Then I'm in Africa, ye. And um, <laughs> the DJ before me, so I was supposed to play the hip hop set. And the DJ before me played the hip hop set. And we're in Africa, so it's like vibes. And I'm supposed to play the hip hop set. So I was like, I gotta think of something to do to outdo the kid that played the hip hop set. So I called French and I'm like, yo, French, when I perform, <laughs> true story. I said, yo, when I perform, I'ma have the camera on the FaceTime and I'ma call my, my my people from New York and bring New York to Africa. And French was one of the ones that picked up. It was French, Fat Joe, Busta Rhymes, uh, uh-huh. Jim Jones, and Fabulous. Y'all all picked up for me. So I was all just, you know, always appreciative. Always, of you. yeah, definitely, bro. Always, That's man. That's dope. Is it weird for you being in the club now that you don't drink? No, I got used to it. Because <laughs> at first it's like, what I'm doing? Because huh? French yeah. was the party animal. Oh, like, man, his a... whole intention when you're in the club with him <laughs> is to get you drunk. I yeah. remember one night we were in Vegas. It was my birthday. It was me, you, and Kevin Hart. And he would not, I don't even know how I walked back to my room. <laughs> he just kept going. And then he had me performing with him on, it was the weirdest thing. But I You were performing? I was performing with French on stage. Oh, my God. Kevin was there. It was crazy. <laughs> Is there footage of this? I hope not. Probably. <laughs> I hope not. Goodness gracious. Uh, probably. But, 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 but back to what you're saying. Uh, you know, people don't go to your funeral for what you did for yourself. They always go to your funeral for what you did for them. And I live by that code, so I be trying to, whenever my people is or whatever it is, somebody I can help, I always do that. You know what I'm saying? So when you hear me from Africa, it was like 5 in the morning. 5 in the morning, yeah. <laughs> he was like, no problem. I was like, Envy, where you at? He was like, Africa. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> he said, you good? You all right? You need something? I said, yeah, I'm all right. I'm okay. I'm not tired of nowhere. I just need you to FaceTime. I just need to FaceTime you in about 30 oh, right. minutes. <laughs> I need some props here. All right, well, there you have it. French Montana. Montega. Montega. out today. Hey, Montega. Shout out sure to Harry Fraud. And it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. 
Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.